And welcome to episode three. Thank you guys for tuning back in for another fun-filled episode of talking about I don't know what. We don't know yet. We're, we're still trying to figure that out. But today, we have the the pleasure of having Mr. Lin on the podcast. Mr. Lin, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, it's me, Mr. Lin. Uh <laughs> This is a real thank you for the intro. <laughs> Damn, that was really good. Uh, I'm I'm Ben Lin from Gears and Gasoline. I'm the Asian one. He's the tall one. But yeah, I'm the dark mm-hmm. darker haired one. Yeah, the uh, the handsome one. Oh, wow. <laughs> ever since Ben shaved his mustache, I guess I'm I am the handsome one again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should have uh, never got rid of it. He shouldn't have. He looked like. Uh, non-Italian Mario. It's great. <laughs> it's great to see you guys again. So let me ask you this. How much editing uh, do you guys do? Uh, I, I listened to the first episode. I haven't heard the second episode yet, but I think I could tell there was some editing. I'm always yeah. interested in post-production and stuff like that. So uh, Here's the post-production. I, I took it from Riverside, <laughs> then okay. I uploaded it to Anchor, and then I listened to it back, and then I chopped a lot of the stuff that I normally say because it was incoherent. And then, yeah, that's about it. Eddie's perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So it's mostly like a, it's like a vanity thing for you. Like you don't touch any, anytime Eddie screws something up or says something wrong, you just leave it. No, like, he's yeah. good. He never says anything wrong. He's perfect. Okay, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't have anything fancy. I, I wish I did, but you know, it'll come when, you know, we get a little bit more money. In the in the budget, then we'll have an intro too. We'll have and a song, you, a theme song. Yeah, we don't have a theme song, not yet. I think I'm gonna stitch together people saying like our name, like from just random things like movies and stuff like that, and just put it all in one. That's so that's the, that's the interesting thing is like, I feel like all podcasts have like an intro or theme song or something like mm-hmm. that, and I will literally skip fifteen <laughs> seconds ahead into a podcast just to so that i can actually hear the podcast because amazingly i'm not there to listen to music you know what I mean? like i don't know why everyone has an intro i don't know so I, I always wondered this because i feel like in a market from a marketing standpoint podcasts are like the worst thing to invest in because every podcast that i download and listen to I immediately click the 30 seconds like five times so it gets through all the garbage. So The the ads and stuff? Yeah, the ads and whatever they try to promote, you know, I always skip that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like, if you really think about it, it's like advertising in general, like uh, whatever you do it, like in a a non-sort of integrated way, anytime it's just clearly like you're playing advertisements or you're reading copy or whatever it's not going to be like theoretically effective because it's like, you know, if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, Oh, I always skip the ads on a podcast or I always click. I don't even pay attention to the stuff I see on YouTube, but then also I can tell you about like manscaped and I can tell you, you know, like every other thing that I've heard about AG one. Yeah. What the simply safe. Yeah. The, the Soylent Green or whatever. What's that? Yeah. Oh, the AG1 stuff? Uh, yeah, something like that. It's like yeah. a daily like vegetable supplement or something. Yeah. Oh, and like literally now we're giving 
We're talking about ads that we don't listen to on other podcasts. <laughs> Damn it. They got free advertising right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm a little sick. I'm a little under the weather. I got sick over the weekend, but uh, now I'm just congested. So damn, I sound kind of nasally. Yeah, it's all right. It makes you sound more intelligent. Oh, <laughs> oh well, thanks. I'm trying to remember. That. This is uh, one of his accents that he's going to pull off today. Oh my god! No, absolutely not. Definitely not. <laughs> oh my god! What are you going to go up to? Uh, well, uh, Moo just walked in the room. I don't know why. She's supposed to be downstairs. Do you put this out? You put this out in a video? No, we just do audio. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't. I thought yeah, maybe I mean, we were recording the video for a reason. But no, no, it's just no, to it just see pops a beautiful face. Yeah, okay. we just want to see you. So, well, like, you shirtless, no one on board is going to see that but us. So oh. It's a bummer, but. Okay, yeah. noted. I yeah. wouldn't have. Uh... That's on your OnlyFans. We're the only fans on it. Yeah. So. I was going to ask you guys, can I clip this podcast for my only fans? That was why I was asking if you guys use the video. Jesus Christ. Hey, Diane. <laughs> you know, the last time, then she pissed on the in front of like a door or something. Yeah, she did. Diane? No, no, Moo did. Oh, Moo. Oh, okay. Of course, this door doesn't fucking close. So, I'll be editing it all this off. No, so, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I swear to God, if you cut out the stuff of us talking about advertisements, like my salient points about podcast advertisements, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it into the cut. So, oh, well, that's the last time I'll be on backseat drivers. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's flip angle only for me from now on. I would say... Ben, you have done the least amount of car-related, your own car-related Evo stuff, right? You have not looked at that thing? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's the health Since... report on that thing? Uh, I've, I don't know. It's, uh, I've literally, <laughs> I've been taking parts <laughs> off of it to put on other Evos. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it's, oh, so, right. for the for the listener, it, uh, I, I have an Evo 9 MR uh, that I use to go way faster than the other two people on this podcast in her nice street class. Uh, like seconds and seconds yeah, faster. Yeah, he's way like faster. We're, we're barely like in the same <laughs> class. Barely, um, barely. I mean, front dials are used to accurately depict this. Uh, and I blew up the turbo at uh, the last Grid Life event that I attended this year, which was uh, Lime Rock and... Eddie and Devin still couldn't beat me. Mm -mm. Uh, I was just just watching Eddie's face. (laughs) This is the the trigger Eddie hour for me. (laughs) I'm never going to let that go. Oh my gosh. I, I think the funny part about that whole weekend was the fact that, I mean, after you did essentially three laps, give or take one one yeah. one hot lap yeah one hot lap and then no one could could even come close I, I think what it was came, close he came close you guys both came close i think the, you were both within a tenth of a second which made it even funnier falling apart uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah we came i came really close and i messed up i think i i made a mistake on one of the laps on the, the fastest lap 
and okay. it definitely costs a minute or yeah. excuse me, not a minute, like half a second. Well, there's, there's so many turns on that, on that lap and it's such a long lap that like I could see how you could make a mistake. Like it's so hard to link together what, six corners. Um, <laughs> 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 it was the so one left-hander. <laughs> so here's the funny thing about Lime Rock is because it's such a short lap, you cannot make a single mistake. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know that we were true. at you know Mid Ohio or VIR Watkins Glen, for the most part, because you have a longer lap and you make a, a small mistake, you can make up for it. Usually, you can make up for yeah. it in another place. Lime Rock, if you mess up, that's the end. Like a four. Yeah, for sure. It's like it's much less likely at like I think the grassroots level that somebody's gonna link together like a perfect uh, lap of like fully optimized lap of like VIR, especially like a two minute plus um, course or like Mid Ohio, something like that. But then like yeah, I I almost like equate it to like drag racing, which is like ostensibly should be super easy because you're just driving a quarter mile as fast as you can but can, since it's that's literally all you have to do <laughs> you can optimize you have to optimize every part of that process so um like to such a minute detail that it makes that's the challenge so yeah i, I get what you're saying um, so what, what i'm trying to say is the fact that i basically caught up to you with such low horsepower and such, I was so far behind. Uh, you know, basically a handicap, like a peg yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 a Christmas miracle. It's, yeah, a Christmas no, miracle. No yeah, in like August or something or July. Um, yeah, no, that's true. I I definitely didn't have a handicap um, by only being able to turn five laps. That's a great point. Let's be honest. If you were there the entire like event, like driving, you would have destroyed street class. So I'm glad it it uh, allowed some uh, close battles at the end, made it more interesting. Yeah, and like that, that honestly, that was the most interesting way for me to experience the weekend as well. I think it was the most yeah. interesting for everybody because like I knew going into it that without Josh Halka there uh, or Luca or these other people that have high horsepower all-wheel drive cars yeah it wasn't really probably going to be close at all um respectfully so respect no yeah respectfully because i'm by no means the best driver in the class um i just have one of the the most optimized cars for the class um but it breaking as early as it did in the second session it let me enjoy my weekend more and then it made it a lot closer competition um but yeah, that's like I don't. I'm not gonna do uh, like another HKS turbo um, next year. I'm, I'm just gonna go to a stock turbo because it was way too fast this year. I think for fun competition, like it's. I, I want the class to feel more like it's actually a streetcar class. Um, and even though my uh, car drove to Alaska <laughs> and is 100 percent a streetcar, uh, I uh, yeah, I, you know, it, I don't want people to have to spend like 40 grand on top of the price of a car to be competitive in what should be the entry level class. But now the Sunday cup is uh, entry level. Kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's true. (laughs) But but, so like Sunday cup is like, you have to have 
like a Mazda too. Like the number <laughs> of cars that you can enter in Sunday Cup, I think, is like pretty low. So yeah, it was like power to weight. Based. I guess so. The, yeah. the well, so here's the thing with Sunday Cup. It's because of just the lap records and the speeds that Honda fits are capable of. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it, it while there are a lot of vehicles that can go in the Sunday Cup, you'd be wasting your time. What do you mean? I don't. I don't. I think certain cars in Sunday Cup just aren't capable of a, a low lap. You know, a, a quick lap. I would agree um, with you, but also I don't think that the Honda Fit is the fastest if you look at um, Bikes Peak. I I mean I I'm sure there's a better platform or chassis. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you on that, but for the low dollar per, per horsepower and just the speed on track, it's hard to go with you know a Yugo, you know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Basically, a Ford Yugo dominated at Pikes Peak. Like it was a, a Ford Escort ZX2. Ben, <laughs> Ben's like go-to crappy mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. One oh, by yeah. like I think like two seconds or something. Yeah, I don't know and, if it was just a light weekend for competition or if that chassis is just so much faster than a fit. And then uh, Kansas, uh, the EG one, the EG oh. uh, sed- not sedan coupe. Uh, Obviously, that's a double A arm car, so it's way better than McPherson. So, yeah, yeah, that fucking dominated. Well, actually, it didn't win. I think it came in second, and I think the Escort might have won. Yeah, that's that crazy. Escort was just running tables. So, yeah, yeah. I wonder so, how is it just super optimized, like right at the limit of power to weight ratio? I have no the, idea. I didn't even know it was allowed. Yeah, I think they they're just a. Um, they're just a McPherson style yeah. uh, suspension as well. So they don't have like an inherent chassis advantage. No. I, I can't imagine Ford putting a lot of money into their R&D budget. <laughs> well, so it's actually in the Escort. I hate myself for knowing this much about the ZX2 chassis. <laughs> uh, uh, Here he goes. <laughs> my product of being friends with Thorne. Um, but that, uh, that chassis is actually a Mazda BG chassis. Uh, which is the oh, same okay. chassis as I think a Mazda Protege, um, and maybe a Mazda three two three. Yeah, but, it's very yeah. similar. Yeah. Wow. So you know Boom. a lot about. You just learned. That, yeah, I learned a lot. You, <laughs> you know a lot about something that isn't going to get you very far. Also, well, guys, <laughs> thank you. A ZTEC two liter engine, which was used a lot in British uh, British uh, car racing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the go to engine for like caterums yes i think so yeah Yeah. i hey you know what all the power to you if you have found something like that like that's awesome that guy was that guy blew up i think it's the same guy from new jersey it is it is he blew up his (laughs) transmission they took it apart they welded it together and then he did more laps and then drove all the way back to colorado ask thorne sometime about how many transmissions he's broken in his zx2 i can only imagine like was the last time the he bell, drove that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably onto a trailer when he moved, and then that was it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently the there's like leverage on the transmission, uh, and when you like, I think like the the gears want to separate uh, under like load, and so with the more horsepower you put through it, I think it literally like splits the bell housing or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just four things. 
Yeah, because I mean, why would any Ford engineer think that people are going to turbocharge a Escort? No one in their right mind would. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get down to a couple questions, Ben. I don't know these, so I figured I would I would ask, and then uh, you know, audience might might learn something. Uh, okay. How'd you get started in the automotive world? So my dad uh, is. Uh, <laughs> You might you might have noticed that I'm. Uh, what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> I thought you were. No, I'm. So I'm long thing. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad, uh, my dad's from Taiwan, um, and he grew up like dirt poor in Taiwan, and uh, he was super into cars and like mopeds and motorcycles, uh, and uh, they get a bunch of like crappy secondhand cars from like the rest of the world, or at least they did back when he was growing up in like the seventies. Um, and, uh, so he got super into like Japanese cars and stuff. Cause that was a lot of what they got over there. Um, and then when I was 16, uh, I hung out with him for like the whole summer and he just mm-hmm. like did like, got me into like car stuff. He got me my first car, which was a 1994, get this Subaru legacy, uh, Whoa. which was <laughs> a huge pile of garbage. Um, <laughs> Who would have thunk? Yeah. 2.2 liter. Uh, it, it, what went wrong with it? Not the ring lands. Cause it wasn't a turbo Subaru, uh, the head gaskets. Cause it was an NA Subaru. Um, ah. yeah. so that's kind of like the trade off. If you have an NA Subaru, the head gaskets go bad, but the ringlands are fine. And then they fix the head gaskets when you get a turbo car and then the ringlands blow up. Uh, but that car, I learned to drive stick shift on. I was terrible at stick shift. Um, but because I owned a Subaru and my dad was like a huge Subaru fan, I, I mean, he was just like a Japanese car fan, like motorsports pedigree fan. Um, but I hated Evos. Like I would watch old top gear and I would get so angry when they would, uh, like when they would always say that the, the Evo was like the better performing car than the STI. I would Mm -hmm. that's no, that's not true. Cause I love, I had a Subaru and I, I wanted my, my Subaru to be like, to get like STI-ified and stuff like that. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, then ironically, I later own, I now own a Evo and I have a huge disdain for Subaru. Uh, you grew uh, up. Yeah. That's what happened. I did. Yeah. I kind of yeah. learned. So you went I from can... the Subaru to what? The 350Z and then the Mazda Speed 6? No. So uh, I went, I had so many cars <laughs> Like in my early car ownership, I had Subaru and then I had a 1989 Honda Accord also from my dad. Uh, Mm -hmm. My dad was like my my car sugar daddy for a long time. (laughs) Uh, But they were the trade off was that they were all pieces of garbage. Uh, sugar daddy might not be the best term. Yeah. yeah. uh, What's like a shittier sweetener than uh, than sugar? Um, Splenda? Yeah, he was like my Splenda daddy. Because um, <laughs> all the, all the you know, it's like, oh, this is sweet. But then it has like that weird aftertaste. And you're like, mm. mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> I, so the, the 89 Accord was an LXI. The I stood for uh, fuel injected. Um, oh. So that was the first fuel injected Honda Accord. Oh, um, my God. Yep. Uh, double, double wishbone all the way around, mm-hmm. crucially. Um, I... Uh, hit the toe gate in that car, uh, almost killed myself. 
Um, I had a 1990 Toyota Camry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> almost. Yeah. What am I talking about? 1990 Toyota Camry. Um, and then from that car, I think I'm forgetting some cars in there, honestly. Um, but I, uh, having that many cars, you just forget. All right. I just want to pause you for a second, Ben. Did your dad work for like cars for kids and basically just like went around and took people's donated cars and be like, here you go, son. Well, what you what you fucked up because you had me on the podcast instead of my dad. My dad is vastly more interesting than I am. Uh, he has. I'd love to meet your dad. Yeah, you you and my dad would get along great, actually. Um, he has so many cars, and they're literally just like spread out all over town. My dad is like a, a serial hoarder of things, <laughs> especially cars. Um, and yeah, like if you ask him how many cars he currently owns, he does not know. Um, and he, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like ninety-seven percent of them are shitty. So. <laughs> That's okay. So yeah. he's he's that he's that quantity over quality type. Well, to him, they're all quality because he grew up extremely poor in Taiwan. So like he yeah. every like and also he's a mechanic, so everything can be fixed. Like and his standards for like what is okay to drive are just is just like very low for him. So yeah, I, I hate it. Power to you. If you can yeah. fix it, and drive it. Yeah. Maybe not safely though. No, yeah, actually, he was he was in a car accident this year, uh, driving a what is the Chrysler Town and Country? Is that the minivan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like an old piece of shit <laughs> Chrysler Town and Country. He got T boned, and he broke his neck. Damn! What? Yeah, he almost died. He was in the hospital. He had like uh like a brain bleed, and I'm laughing and smiling about it because he's okay. Right. But oh my I was God. like. I was like, hey, maybe this is a sign that you should not drive old clapped out pieces of shit. <laughs> I'm assuming this and, didn't have airbag, did it? Uh, well, or he got T-bone, so it definitely didn't have side impact. Uh, uh, it probably had like steering wheel and that's it. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know, hey, like, why don't you stop driving like old shitty cars that, you know, aren't safe anymore? And he was like, yeah, good point. And yesterday I saw him driving a, uh, a 1989 Chevy Cavalier with a table ratchet strapped to the roof. So, yeah, so. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. That's 100% it. He will never change, so yeah. I don't really try. Um, but yeah, so I went from the 1992 Toyota Camry to my 350Z, and that was like going from uh, like a horse-drawn carriage to a Bentley. Uh, mm -hmm. and it was like it was such a uh, massive change. When I test drove the car, I was like, "This car is like I, I was riding with the or driving with the owner at the mm -hmm. time that I was buying it from." And I was like, "This car is so fast!" And he was like, "It's not that fast." And I was like, "Well, I'm <laughs> coming said, from Calm a, down." Yeah, I was like, "I'm coming from a 1992 Toyota Camry." So, um, but now I know I get what he means. It's the uh, 350Zs are not that fast. Uh, so shots fired to all the 350Z owners Ooh. out there. Yeah. I've owned two, so it's okay. I want another one. Actually, what guys, what, what cars do you guys like? What is your like soft spot? Like, I need to own one of these because a Viper. I was, yeah, oh, yeah. A fifth gen, fifth gen, like or, so. Fifth, that's fifth gen's the, a current gen, right? Or the yeah, most recent yeah. gen. I want an ACR, okay. or I'll take a fourth gen ACR. Either or. 
Wow. Uh, cheap yeah, day. I know. I know. Yeah. I'll take it at least two if you want. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I mean, like, I don't, I mean, most people know me for having Hondas, but, like, I don't follow anything, like, to the bone. Like, I'm not, like, a diehard Honda or die fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love German cars, especially okay. the older ones. What I really want, I want a Mercedes 500E. That I would love. Oh, okay. I, so I'm really not up on my, like, uh, older Mercedes, like, older European cars. 500. Oh, yes. That's, this is phenomenal. Is this the, oh, it's a five liter V8. Okay. It was, it was built with Porsche. So it's got a cool backstory. Um, Porsche was need, it was in need of money. So Mercedes loaned out the work to them. Oh, yeah. And basically they stuffed the five liter V8 into the Mercedes uh, chassis, which was never designed for that. So they had to like change the transmission tunnel, change a bunch of stuff. You know, re, you know, do a lot of weird engineering changes to get that engine in there, which was you know wide in the front, pretty much. Um, so it's huh. a cool story. Okay, yeah. and are they like automatic or? Do they yeah, have... they're automatic slush boxes. Oh. They're not fast by any means. I just yeah. like that era Mercedes. It was my first car that era Mercedes. So yeah. Um, okay, we I get have a soft it. Spot for it. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. So. My first car was a 1994 Subaru Legacy that wouldn't start half the time, and yours was a Mercedes. 1993 Mercedes that had no reverse. Okay, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> so basically, my dad just kind of knew a little bit more about cars, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and my parents wouldn't buy me a car, so my grandfather was like, you can have this if you can get it out of here. Nice. Okay. So I did exactly what any... 18 year old would do is get on get in the car and drive it back with no license plate no registration no inspection whatsoever and uh yeah i still have the car actually so nice yeah hey ben i think you should take one of your uh dad's cars and put it in sunday cup because i'm sure (laughs) one of them would fit (laughs) <laughs> I think we should have your dad in Sunday Cup. Oh, yeah, God, he would love that. You know, we need we need Lord Lynn out yeah. there just Lord to throw on people. Huh? It's Cavalier. Well, I, I need. To, yeah, I need to get my dad on the channel at some point. He's uh, he mm-hmm. is like he's um, uh, just a total character. I think um, a, a video of you guys trying to hunt down every car he owns in the city would be hilarious. Oh my god, like a treasure map. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I would probably have an aneurysm before we finish that video. Cause like I'm 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 very I'm kinda like my dad where like stuff like I don't need everything to be like um perfectly ordered or anything. But I do have like a a, a, a human need for things to make sense to a certain degree. And stuff with my dad is just so bizarre. It's like Alice in Wonderland, dude. <laughs> Like, my dad will walk up to any Asian person he sees, like, if he wants to talk to them, and he will just start talking to them in Chinese. (laughs) And, like, I'm like, you know that not all people who, you know, look Asian are 
Chinese. And he's like, yeah, I know, but it's a great icebreaker. <laughs> so he, he knows like every, <laughs> like if, if they're Korean or something, then the thing they have in common is they both don't speak each other's language. <laughs> so, <laughs> what an icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see where I'm sure your dating techniques have really just been elevated to another level. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just walk up to women and start speaking Chinese. <laughs> they're like, I don't speak Chinese. And I'm like, I don't either. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, I just remembered actually when we were talking about this that I owned at one point um, for literally like 30 minutes. I, I had a uh, Mitsubishi Stereon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I drove it because you were telling me about like the ratchet stuff that you did when you were young, Eddie. Uh, uh, like driving oh, yeah. cars around and stuff. And I drove that car literally a uh, hundred feet down the road and I got rear-ended by somebody. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then I just like never did anything with that car. <laughs> Would you but, just leave it there and run away? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I like parked it. That was another car from my dad. Where he, he was like, this would be pretty cool. It was actually a Chrysler Conquest, so it wasn't a Stereon. Okay. Um, all the same. Know, that might be even cooler the conquest was rare uh, yeah yeah i mean they were both pretty rare i think um they're definitely super rare now because any mitsubishi from that era is probably broken down a very long time ago mm-hmm. i'm surprised you got yours to keep running man my the evo yeah mm-hmm. well i've probably literally put <laughs> eighty thousand dollars into it since 2014 Damn. uh, It was a rebuilt title, right? It was a rebuilt title. I got it wrecked. Uh, Like the previous owner, I guess, had run into the side of like a, it looked like they hit a curb or something with it. Mm -hmm. And like the front was smashed. Like the, the, like the driver's side wheels were broken. Mm -hmm. And those were the BBSs because it's an MR. So they broke, they just like sheared forged (laughs) wheels. Um, And uh, like, yeah, like control arms bent and broken and stuff. Um, but it had like 70,000 miles on it and, mm-hmm. uh, I just went and got a bunch of parts to fix it. Just OEM stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it ran like a top, got it inspected. So it's rebuilt title now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've just been wasting money on it for the last seven do. going on eight years. Yeah. <laughs> My God, $80,000. So. I'm totally ballparking that. But like, you know, the things that like when you've had a car for a long time, the th- how many of a thing I've bought for that car, yeah. you know what I mean? Like between like sets of tires, uh, because of all of the like 200 treadwear tires I've gone through, how many sets of Advan wheels I've bought for it, <laughs> ran- randomly cutting an Advan in half and having to buy, uh, um, what, Volkswagen what a video. the racetrack. <laughs> what <Yeah. a> video. <laughs> it's on its second engine. Uh, it's on its third transmission. Um, like I literally, I do oil changes after every track day. Um, yeah, I don't know. So many like parts and stuff that I've just like forgotten about. I think it but, adds up real yeah. quick. Yeah. It's yeah. $80,000. That sounds about right. Cause you rebuilt the car essentially twice. Like I was thinking about it. There's basically no original parts on it. You know, the engine has changed. The whole drivetrain has changed. The rear diff is different. The um, the center diff has been built. The transmission's... Compl- Actually, no. The center diff, I've had three. 
because <laughs> I'm on my third transmission. Oh my God. Uh, like all of the suspension has changed. I've got Fortune Autos. A, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I've got the 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 knuckles are billet and aftermarket. Um, I don't even have the original fenders on the car. I'm on like my third set of fenders. And your fifteenth um, lip. Don't forget about that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm on yeah. My, yeah. So I'm on my fifth SE lip, not counting. It didn't originally come with an SE front lip. So it's like really like the sixth lip that's been on the car. Uh, not the original bumper, like rear bumper. Um, it's got grid seats. Uh, it's got a roll cage, no back seats. Yeah. I mean, this is just getting boring at this point, but yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> When, when somebody tells you or when you ask somebody like, oh, what's done to your car? And they're like, oh, what's not done to it? And you're like, okay, that's not a fucking answer. Like, that's the most boring way. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I, I well, I think you have, you know, the rebuild title thing has lived up. You've definitely taken that to heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've that thing multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I will continue to do it this winter. It's got to get... A new turbo, maybe a new engine. We'll see. I uh, hope not. I hope, hope not. not for your sake. My yeah. God. Yeah. It's a nice engine and a nice turbo. Do you know the cause? Like, what exactly was it? The impeller failed, or? Yeah, I don't know. So uh, my initial thought was like, because when we looked at it, the nut at the end of the. Um, well, when you I looked guess, at it, uh, you were fucking gone. <laughs> yes, I was also very drunk when I. Oh yeah. Um, I forget that. <laughs> Uh, go check out, folks. Check out my YouTube channel. Yeah, I want to see the yeah. Gears and check Gasoline. it out. The soju um, hit different that day. Yeah, actually, it probably hit exactly like it was supposed to hit. <laughs> <laughs> probably hit exactly like you'd expect it to hit. Um, uh, so the nut was off of the compressor wheel, um, like the shaft. Uh, so I thought that the nut had backed off and then gotten sucked in through the wheel, but. I, I was reading about it, and that's actually somewhat common for when a wheel contacts the side of a housing, the like it's spinning from like 150,000 RPM to like zero, like, you know, that quickly. So the nut will often just get spun off because the, the nut like has momentum and like object in motion. Right. So it literally just spins itself off the end of the shaft and then probably gets sucked through. Um, so I don't know what caused it. It could have been the nut. It could have just been, you know, there was some, it's always the nut, Ben. It's always yeah. the nut. That ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> so many great uh, men have been brought down by one, one bad nut. <laughs> yeah. It's always uh, the nut you don't expect. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, hopefully you use protection. And Clearly you know, I didn't. No, you Clearly I didn't. I got... I got uh, a huge hot load of twenty thick twenty W fifty VR one, all like way up in there, dude. Yeah, deep, deep in there. So yeah, and I saw all the rubbers broke. So (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I guess some seals are probably leaking. We'll try. I think this analogy's run its course. So yeah. <laughs> ben, um, do you ever get tired of cars? Because I know working in that industry yeah. uh, can be tiresome. Uh, even like doing suspension stuff, um, it gets annoying. 
sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do definitely sometimes. I haven't lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's kind of like anything. Like, I'm sure if you really think about it enough, you like you can figure out why your interests, you know, like ebb and flow from like one thing to another. Cause I think we all like, maybe we're like, Oh, this summer I'm really going to get into surfing. Mm-hmm. And then like you never surf again after like three months or something. Um, but like, I don't know why, like lately I've just, you know, for the past like probably six months or something, I haven't had a time when I like kind of am not into cars. And I think that's because maybe like, I've been able to do really rewarding stuff with like my own car builds and stuff. Um, and then like just before we got on this podcast, I was watching, I've been, so something I'm doing lately this year is I got a lot more into formula one this year. Um, and I got the F1 TV app and this is, I'm not sponsored. Uh, they have yet in their archive, they have like every formula one race. Um, mm-hmm. so like I was watching the 2008, Belgium Grand Prix before we got on this call, but I just watched the whole seasons like all the way through. So I'm working my way through 2008 right now. So like if I'm in the car, I just put it on and like listen to it. Um, or like when I'm doing the dishes, I'm like, you know, watching like an old Grand Prix or something. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's really entertaining as like a fan of formula one to get to see like Lewis Hamilton when he was like starting out or like see how Kimi Raikkonen like won his world championship, um, stuff like that. Like drivers that you have never even heard of, like Adrian Sutile. Everybody loves him. Right? I don't know any of these drivers. I don't watch F1. So other than Lewis Hamilton, obviously, because, you know, reasons. Um, Go ahead. What reasons? Because uh, I got a driver Mercedes. That's the only reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my skin color or anything. <laughs> 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 okay fair point um yeah man you you're really resistant to formula one me and eddie i think are both pretty big fans oh yeah i'm, I'm a huge fan I, I but i always watch it does it. nothing for me what, yeah, what do you mean you. you're you're like basically lewis hamilton <laughs> okay how is he not your role model you are very <laughs> similar i mean you both have cars that have serious problems on track <laughs> But you're working past it. I don't have any problems on track. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Okay. <laughs> For the listener, uh, Devin's house is haunted. Yes, it is. By the HOA. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I need to hear this story. What What were they getting upset about? Uh, it was because I had Fortunato on the side of my car. And they had something against logos, something like that. Or some bullshit. So wait, but it was in your driveway? Yes. And there, essentially, I would have got fined up until a certain amount of money uh, uh, until I took it off. Or their resolution was to, every day when I got home, to put like a white magnet over the stickers. Or I put it in the garage. But I'm not going to put it in the garage because I have the Mercedes in the garage and I have the, the Kona in the garage. So it wouldn't make any sense to put it in the garage. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. So I had to take it off, but it's okay. It's that fine. story literally makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah, I told, I told Ben that when he came over and he was so mad, he was more mad than I was. Actually, I was really mad. 
when I first heard it. I was like, yo, fuck this community. I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to do a, a burnout on the, on the golf course. I don't know. <laughs> but I didn't, so that's okay. Yeah, it's, all, it's like, all over now. If I see a neighborhood has a homeowners association, I will not buy or rent in that you know neighborhood. Like neighborhood yeah it's like oh okay you've made this decision very easy for me you're like, right i don't understand what the point is like it's not a benefit as far as no. i can tell plus my house is like hidden by trees so i don't, I don't know yeah some old you have geezer. like foliage and everything yeah, yeah. Some, old, some old geezer um we don't have a lot of hoas in massachusetts partially because all the houses around here are old as fuck Oh, okay, yeah. But also, there's just not enough room to make, like, developments like that. So what you'll have is, like, apartment complexes or, or some townhouses maybe that have HOAs, but it's not nearly as big as, like, down south or in the west coast. Um, you have yeah, we, we got all the room right. down here. <laughs> we got loads <laughs> of land for farming. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you have uh, historic preservation-like stuff? For your old buildings, or no? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, me, I wasn't me and sure Devin we live. We yeah, live. I mean, come on now. We're living so, in the two thousand. So yeah. yeah. So, so there is there is something that, and basically, like, if you have a certain house that was deemed a historical landmark from the city or the town or the state, you have to go through a process to do anything on the house that would change the look of it. Um, oh. So. Yeah, it's a royal pain in the ass. Luckily, that doesn't really apply to me. But I know some people who it take like it takes years to get like your siding done, or if you wanted to change a color, it has to be within a certain you know it has to match that time frame of when the house was built. So, yeah, I mean, it's not easy. Hmm. So. You look also, at your yeah. Eddie, your uh, your like camera makes you look like. You're, I don't know. It's like so gray and desaturated. So, oh yeah, I'm in yeah. Nokia. So I believe it or not, I'm in uh, cyberpunk right now. It's like 2077, and yeah. this is just everything is shaded this way. Yeah, you My look. Life. You look so edgy, bro. You're wearing, you're wearing an Xbox T-shirt. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> in a filter right now. Yeah, I am. In a filter, that's that's my life motto. Right? I've been living in a filter forever. Um, oh man, that's so funny. Uh, so, what are these questions you got, Devin? Because you know, I, I'm I got some lined up for them. All right, so there's a speed round now. All right, speed dating. All right. Uh, so what's yes. your next? Let's go on. Let's have a threesome. Uh, my aspirations. Well, the one, the biggest one was to be on this podcast. I'm a huge fan of. Oh, that's so, so nice. I, <laughs> my heart, my heart. I'm, I'm done now. I don't have any, <laughs> any other goals. I think I'll probably retire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have like a lot of like long term goals. Uh, just want to make like cool videos that are interesting to me and yeah. uh, that I can feel proud of. Um, and then. Uh, uh, yeah, just have fun driving cars. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We should. Uh, I just like driving the same, like co-driving with you, Devin and Eddie. You also need to co-drive with us. Yeah, uh, I would you love need to. Yeah, we take the Mercedes out and beat the ever-living shit out of it. 
So I'm doing an endurance race. Uh, if you guys saw my MR2 build series, um, the guy that came down and helped me build my MR2, mm-hmm. let's be honest, built my MR2 for me. God <laughs> um, is a G. <laughs> Mark, yes, he is a G. Yeah, an OG, an original gangster. Um, <laughs> he uh, he invited me to – he has a much, much uh, – more clapped out, which is amazing. Uh, MR2 <laughs> than I do, MR2 Spider, um, which was in the third episode of that build mm-hmm. series, which I know you guys have both seen because you're huge fans of me. Um, of course, yeah, yes, but I've seen um, it. Mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> it's uh, it's he runs that in lemons, um, lemons, uh, like endurance racing, and so he invited mm-hmm. me to go and co drive with him and his team because they had like somebody to drop out, so. Uh, I'm going to do that in February, but we also wanted to do, uh, me and Ben wanted to do the Sunday cup endurance series, uh, with grid life. So my next year is just looking like a lot of endurance racing and mm. we should have a backseat drivers endurance, uh, what? race team. Damn. That would be pretty sick. That would be fun. Um, uh, what car are you guys are going to choose? That's a better question. Oh, uh, Gears and Gasoline mm-hmm. for the Sunday Cup thing? I don't yep. know. I mean, Luke has a Honda Fit. We're all Honda Fit fans. Yeah. Um, but we've also talked about the Honda Insight first yes. gen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that good. is within the weight specification. But I think that three-cylinder would explode. Um, <laughs> I don't think that Honda engineered that to rev high over the course of an endurance race. I'm surprised after all this talk that you haven't just gone out and said, yeah, we're getting an Escort ZX2. <laughs> we're going to endurance race it. Well, so um, I think that like that would be maybe not so good for like sponsors and stuff because I don't think Fortunato <laughs> makes spoilovers for a ZX2. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, trying to get parts for that thing might be tricky well the parts are easy if they're like standard replacement parts because lord knows fords need a lot of parts replaced on them and hondas mm. don't but yeah like mods who makes stuff for zx2s um and also i don't really want to be caught dead in one um fair and i love honda fits and insights um me too mod- Mazda 2 would be fun as well. Yes, Mazda 2 um, would be sweet. Which but, is the uh, one that was the Ford Probe? Uh, the Mazda 636. That was cool. I know it's too big, but I like those a lot. Yeah, that, that actually makes too much horsepower. Well, actually, so they had a, a four-cylinder version, right, of the Probe? They had a V6. I thought they were all four-cylinder. <laughs> no, the Ford Probe, I think, had a V6. Um, no, I think they had a four cylinder as well. They yeah. all came with a V six. Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to find out. I'm on Wikipedia right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> so yeah, you could either get a uh, 2.2 liter um, Mazda engine, or you could get a, a three liter Ford Vulcan engine. Badass. Oh. Whoa. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I I imagine if you got that 2.2 liter. It would probably be within the power to weight. <laughs> yes, I imagine so because it made 110 horsepower. Um, <laughs> so if it is a power to weight class, and I'm sure there's no limit of cars you could get that are shitty old low horsepower cars. Because like you know, if you if the sky's the limit, just go get a Crown Vic. 
Thank you for tuning in to part one of the Ben Lin special. Uh, the next one will be dropping Wednesday, so right before uh, Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to episode three and coming back. Uh, we're still trying to work out some audio issues with Eddie. I don't know what the cause of that is yet, but we're working through it. Uh, so it'll eventually get better and better and better. But uh, thank you for sticking around. Uh, We will see you next week.